Okay, Be'ezrat Hashem, we're starting Daf Yutet. Let's go back, we'll start again. Right, let's start again from the Tanu Rabbanan, uh, that's like eight lines up from the bottom of Yutchet Amud Bet. Tanu Rabbanan, <coughs> this is yours, no? Tanu Rabbanan, the rabbi is taught, Fed Shammai Omri, Ben Shammai says, Lu yimkor adam chetzol enochri. A person shouldn't sell his object to a goy. Velo yash ilenu, and he shouldn't lend it to him. Velo yalvenu, and he shouldn't, he shouldn't lend it to him. They're both lending. Rashi says, Lo yash ilenu. Rashi says, Yash ilenu. She'ela is davara hauzer be'ayin. It's something that comes back the way you lent it to him. So we use the term usually like when I lend money. Why is a lending money a halva'a? Because I give you a hundred dollar bill, you give me back five twenties. You're not giving me back the same thing. What do you call it, Eli? It's fun, uh, Albert says it's fungible. Right? The lawyers say it's fungible. Right? So it, it, meaning, it doesn't make a difference if I give you back the same thing, right? If I if I if I lend you my car, and you you bring me back the same model, same make, but it's not the same car, that's not that's not a good return. I might not mind, but it's not the same return. But cash, nobody's asking for that. That's the between sheinan alva'ah, right? So if I lend you matzah, hopefully, right to eat, hopefully you're not bringing me back the same matzah. You bring back new matzah. Right, So lo lo yimkor adam chepzol enochri velo yash ilenu velo yalvenu velo yiten lo bematana. You can't give any anyway. He's taking stuff out of your house. Ela kedeshi yagia lebeto. The guy has to get home before Shabbat. Why? Rashi says Ela kedeshi yagia hanochri lebeto mi beodiyom veafalgav de bedide katarach. Even though he's taking it home for himself, he wants this item. Somebody sees a goy carrying something out of your house, it looks like you sent him. Betelel Omrim, who Betelel says, He has to get to the house closest to the wall. Which wall, Rashi? of the other city that the guy lives there he could put it there what if he lives in the same city I don't know it's a good question anyway don't worry it's not lasting too long so the Gemara says Amar Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Akiva says as soon as he walks out of your house it's okay. Rashi mi petach betoshu Yisrael. Amar Rabbi Yosi ber Biuda. Hen hen devre bet bet. Hen hen devre Rabbi Akiva. Hen hen devre Rabbi Betelel. Lo bar Rabbi Akiva ela lefaresh devre Betelel. Rashi. Hen hen devre. Lo bar Rabbi Akiva lachlok al Betelel. It's not coming to argue on Betelel. Ela lachlok al Tana ben Machlokto. He's coming to argue on the Tana, on the Tanakama. She'amar, who said, Aliba de Betelel, Lebayit ha-samuch lechoma. It has to be the house closest to the wall. Ubar Rabbi Akiva lomar, Lo amru Betelel ken. They didn't say he has to get to the house closest to the wall of the city he's going to. Betelel said, you have to get out of, out of my house. Um, fine. Bet Shammai Omrim, Bet Shammai says, Loyim Koradam Chemtzol Enochri, a person shouldn't sell his chametz to a goy, Elaim Ken Yodeyabo, Shiechlenu Kodema Pesach, unless I know he'll finish it before Pesach. That does not bode well for the Mechirat Chametz industry. Devre Bet Shammai. Doesn't make sense. Bet Shammai Omrim, Devre Bet Shammai. They take it out. Okay. Ubetelel Omri and Betelel says, Kolzeman Shemutar Le Ochlo, Mutal Mochro, 
as long as you could eat it, you could sell it. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Rabbi Yudah says, Kuta Chabavli, Vekomine Kuta, Right, Kuta Chabavli was a breadcrumb yogurt mix dip, and all types of Kuta. Asur Limkor Lamid Yom Kodem Pesach. You can't sell 30 days before Pesach. Rashi. Kuta Chabavli, Notnim Bo Chametz. You put chametz in it. Kedamrina be'elu ovrim, like the Gemara says in Pesachim. Ve'eno asui le'ochol yahad. You don't eat it at one shot. Ela litbolbo. It's a dip. Ve'eno kale adzma mirubeh. It takes a long time to finish it. So therefore, shloshim yom. Why? Why thirty days? When we start being Doresh Olchot Pesach, Hala Azharat Pesach Alav, you have to start worrying about Pesach. So, so uh, yes. Everybody knows this Chametz of Kuta Chabavli that it's a problem. But what is that taking on responsibility? You can't sell it to a goy, Mr. Kassim. Why not? Ah, that's a very good it's question. So, Eli Alkara is suggesting. That it's Bet Shammai. For some reason, Rabbi Yehuda, who's a student of Rabbi Akiva, who's a student of Bet Hillel, on this thing, he decided to go like Bet Shammai. Right? That's what Rashi says in Masech Pesachim. Rashi says that Rabbi Yehuda holds like Bet Shammai. Um, I have the Likute Rashi. Rashi, I'm reading. I'm reading Rashi from Pesachim. Sheichle kodem, sheichle kodem, sheavo a Pesach. The Kasavri mitzvah alav levaarom in haolam velo sheyehe kayam. It seems like the way Rashi is explaining in Pesachim, Bet Shammai holds. There was a chiyuv of biur that came on this chametz, and getting it out of your possession is not biur. In order to be biur, it has to be out of the world. Selling it to a goy is not biur. That upends all mechirat chametz rules. That's right. Don't they say when Mashiach comes? Right. Don't they say when Mashiach comes, we're going to hold like Beit Shammai? Okay. You weren't mekayim tashbitu. You have a chiyuv of biur. Again, you have the likute rashi on the side, Mr. Shikalo. I could. I mean, you could. Aha. Aha. Are you, what were you using? I was using Oscar. Oscar has, has it as well, but it's, it's okay. okay. The bottom likute Rashi, she yechle kodem, she avo a pesach. The kasavri mitzvah alav levaarom in haolam, velo she yehe kayam. Oh, Bet Shammai didn't say kutach; they said any chametz. Okay. Right. The next likute Rashi, kutach habavli not nimbo pidure lechem, veasur mishum chametz. Shiloshim yom, the svira lei ke bet shamai. Rabbi Yuda holds like bet shamai. Vezu eno neechal maher, she eno chlimoto, elamat bilimbo. Vehani shloshim yom, misha she halalav hova biur, misha shoalim belcho pesach. So Rabbi Yuda, Rashi says openly that he holds like bet shamai. Which is still a very difficult thing. Tosfor and Pesachim doesn't want to say that. So Tosfor comes up with a different shot. Tosfor says that Kutach is a designer item. What do I mean a designer item? Morris, you ever bought Mr. Sruz Arak? Joe Sruz Arak, Danny's father? You ever see it? 
Yosrur Alava Shalom. He used to sell Ara. He used to make it in his basement. He would sell it in uh, two liter uh, Coke bottles, like, you know? But, no, didn't have a label. But when they brought it out, they would bring it out in the two liter bottle, and it was Mr. Sru's Arak. It was a designer item. Everybody knew what it was. Right? The same thing. Kutach, when you bought Kutach, it wasn't just Kutach. Oh, it was Joe's Kutach. It was Mo's Kutach. It was this Kutach. So Tosfot says, if you sell Kutach 30 days before Pesach, the Goy is going to have it on Pesach. And people are going to be choshed you that you sold it to him on Pesach because your name is on it. So he doesn't look like Bet Shemai. According to Bet Shemai, if you sell him Chametz and it's going to be there on Pesach, it's missing in your Bi'ur. You didn't get it rid of, get, didn't get it out of the world. According to the view, that's not Hasid in the Bi'ur. And something that's not a designer item, something that people don't know was yours, it's okay to sell to the Goy. The problem is if you sell something that people are going to know. Right? If you sold whiskey, everybody knows this is your whiskey. It would also be a problem. Only designer items. Okay. What? Cookies from clients or bakery goods from Strauss that's all packaged up. So, so they have to go around all the stores, especially non-Jewish stores, take them out of the, take them off the shelves? Correct. According to the Bihuda. What's that? Right? Baruch Hashem, we don't hold like Rabbi Yudah either. Tan Rabbanan, notni mezonot lefnea kelet. You're allowed to feed, put food in front of the dog on Shabbat pehatzer in your courtyard. Nitalo v'yatsa, if the dog took the food and left, and his kakim lo, I don't have to stop him. Because he could have eaten it in the hatzer. Kayotzebo rashi kelev, Rami Alelizunot, your dog you have to feed him. Kayotsebo, similarly, notni mezonot lefneanochri bechatzer. If a goy comes by, you're allowed to give him food. In the chatzer. Have a Danish. Nitalovi yatsa, if he took it to leave, and his kakim lo, I don't have to stop him. Even though we said that you're not allowed to give a goy something. We said, Beth Hillel only allowed you to give a goy something before Shabbat. As long as he gets out of the door before Shabbat. Over here, you're giving it to him on Shabbat. Why is it mutar? It's mutar because he could have eaten it. And when he took it, it's already his. He's taking his thing out. But Rabbi, with, with Beth Hillel, he can do whatever he wants with it. It's his object. He can throw it in the garbage. It doesn't matter what he does with it. I don't understand what you're asking, Moshe. Uh, the same, the same thought process applies earlier. The object now belongs to the court. You, even though you can give it to him before Shabbat, you can do whatever he wants with it. But I have to give it if to he him. Can eat the food in the chaser. He can do whatever he wants with the item. He can leave it there. He can, you know. Let's see, Tosfot. Not me mezonot lefnochri bechaser b'Shabbat. Afilu lebet Shammai. Even according to Bet Shammai. Usually they eat it right away. But only food. Other objects. You're not allowed to give to the goy. Even according to Betelel. They only allow it on Friday. But not on Shabbat. Why? Because on Shabbat he's obviously going to take it out. The fact that it became his is no good. If I gave it to him on Friday and he had enough time to leave, maybe he didn't leave. Maybe that's okay too. But I have to give it to him with enough time to get out of your house. Whereas over here, there's not enough time. I gave it to him on Shabbat. The Gemara says, Hasulamali, what do you have to tell me that I could also give it to the Goy? You already told me I could give it to the Kelev. What's the difference? The Gemara says, Hainuhach, Mao de Tema Hai, Rami Ale, Vehai Lo Rami Ale. The dog, if it's my dog, I'm responsible to feed it. So therefore, they were Mekel to put Mizonot in front of him. But the Goy, he's not my Goy. I don't have to feed him. Why should I be able to put food in front of him? Tamash Malan, that we let you put food even in front of the Goy, even though it's not your responsibility. Kanere Mipne Darke Shalom, or whatever they were making.
Tanu Rabbanan. The rabbi saw. Lo yaskir adam kelav lenochri be'erev Shabbat. You shouldn't rent your utensils to a goy on Friday. Bedalud ubehei mutar. But on Wednesday and Thursday it's mutar. Why should that be asur? They think what? So what? He makes melacha. He's a goy. So my son Eliyahu is suggesting. He's doing it for you. He's doing it for you. Maybe they're going to think he's doing it for you. What's he doing for me? No, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, animal has to rest on Shabbat. You have, uh, you're you saying shivitat kelim pull. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so Rashi says. Let's see Rashi. Rashi says, "Lo yaskir adam kelav laasot bahem melacha be'erev Shabbat shenireish maskiro lo letzorich Shabbat." It looks like I'm renting it to him for Shabbat. It's a difficult concept. We'll see. Let's see Tos for a second, right? Lo yaskir en lefarish. Don't explain like the Reef and the Rambam explained. Mishum shivitat kelim. That we're talking about kelim. That you do melacha. I'm renting him my my hammer and my saw. Ukebet shamai, and it goes like bet shamai. The imken, if that would be the case, afilu birviu b'hamishi nami. It should be asur on Wednesday and Thursday. That's a bomb question. Ela kebetelehi. It must be betelel deletle shivitat kelim. They don't have a problem if you kelim do melacha. O bechaluf vetalit. I'm renting tuxedos. Vechayotze bahem airi. The law shayach shivitat kelim. Veasur lefishinere kenotel sachar shabbat. Afalpishe maskiro yachad chodesh o shavua. Says I'm renting it to him for a week to have laah. So there is no isur of taking Sachar Shabbat. Because I'm getting paid for the whole week. But when you rent it on Friday, it looks like I'm renting it specifically for Shabbat and it's Marita Ayin. Sachar Shabbat is the Oraita or the Rabbanan? The Rabbanan. It needs Chizuk. The Imaskirol Yom, if you would rent it for a day, Afilu Birvi'u Bahamishi Asur Kedemashma Besofa Zahav. So this. Machloket, this Tosfot is Machloket, the Maran and Ramah. According to Maran, Maran Paskins like the Reef and the Rambam that left this Braita out because they hold that it goes like Bet Shamai. Shivitat Kilim Doraita. How they answer Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm not sure. And therefore Maran left it out. The Ramah goes like Tosfot, he says, it, but I think he holds it's only by a cliche or Simbo Melacha. You can't rent it on Friday. Not exactly like Tosfot, but because it looks like I want him to work on Shabbat. Because if I would tell him, rent the keli, but please, don't work until tomorrow. They say, I'm not paying you for Shabbat. So therefore, you can't rent it on Friday. It looks like I'm I'm making a deal with him to work on Shabbat. What, what Rashi means, which way, it's not clear. Maybe Rashi means like that. Maybe he doesn't. Tanu Rabbanan. Next. Okay, Yes. Would you be able to sell it on Tuesday or Monday or Sunday? We're not selling. If we were selling, you could always sell. Tosud is talking about renting. And no, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, Monday should always be a suit if you all like Bet Shammai. And that's his question. Why is Wednesday, Thursday mutar? It's exactly his point. Next. Kayotsebo similarly. En Mishalchim Igrot. You can't send a letter. Biyad Nochri with a goy be'erev Shabbat on Friday. Bedalur ubehei on Wednesday and Thursday it's mutar. Amru alav. They said about Rabbi Yosi HaKohen. The Amri la'al Rabbi Yosi HaChasid. Right? Shelo nimsa ketav yado biyad nochri me'olam. He never sent a letter with a goy ever. 
because he was afraid the Goy would carry it on Shabbat. So, although we said the dollar of hay is mutar, this one, he never sent it. Tanu Rabbanan, the rabbis taught, En neshalechim igeret biyad nochri erev Shabbat. You can't send a letter with a goy on Friday. Elaim ken kotzetz lo damim. Unless you made a set price. Bet Shammai omrim. Bet Shammai says, Kedeshi agia lebeto. The messenger has to be able to get to the house of the person you sent it to. So you got to give him enough time to get to the house of the person you sent him to. Ubetelel omrim. Kedeshi agia lebayit asamuch lechoma. He has to get to the house closest to the wall of the city. Rashi says, the house closest to the wall of the city that you sent him to. Vahalo katsat. One second. I understand the Braita. You told me you can't send it unless you make a set price. What happens when I make a set price? Look in Rashi. Ela imken. This is the magic Rashi. Once he gave the guy a set price, so the, the, the job transfers from my job to his job. When he when I'm paying him a set price to do this job, so it's like he bought, he sold the I sold him the job. The job is now his. I paid him the money. He's working for his money. He's not working I for me. That's so like the job now became his. Whatever you want to say. The title of the Melacha now is the Goy. Ubed Shamai. What? People still might think he's a Shaliyah when they see him. It's a good question, but if it's the derech to be kotzetz, we assume that they'll assume he was kotzetz. And this is something that it was very common to make a set price. Is, is, it, is this an item that was only done by, by katsats? Or it was generally, it was very frequently done by katsats. Remember, we said yesterday that... We said yesterday that the Mishnah Barah said that that's enough. Right? Ubet Shammai... This kotzetz could work also for the previous case, no? Um, no, doesn't work for that. They argue even on katzats. Which is totally his. It's betelel. The below katzats. If they're not kotzetz, lo pligi de asur, they agree it's asur. So now the Gemara says, so you said first, if you want to send a letter, you have to be kotzetz. Then you tell me you have to give him enough time. What do I have to give him enough time for? It's now his work. Even if he goes on Shabbat, it should be mutar. So the Gemara says, Amar sheshat hachi ka'amar. Im lo katzatz, if you didn't set a set price, bet shamay omrim, bet shamay says, you have to give him enough time to get to the to the person you're sending it to his house. says, until you get to the house of the person who lives next to the door next to the wall. Says the Gemara. Didn't you say in the beginning? That you're not allowed to send it unless you katsats. Understand. First you tell me you can't send it if you're not katsats. Sounds like absolutely. Then you tell me if he can get to the house, it's mutar. In the beginning you said you can't send at all. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Amar of Sheshat. Sorry. Says the Gemara. La kashya. Hadekaviya bedoar bemata. Hadekaviya bedoar bemata. It depends if there's a postmaster in town. Look in Rashi. Do'ar shelton ha'ir velo regilim l'shloach igrot. There's a, a official in town that you send letters to. So if there's a postmaster in the town that he's going to, so then, 
as long as he can get to that town and he'll find the postmaster and the postmaster is always there so he, I can send it. Why? You'll, the postmaster's there. He'll get to the post office. He'll give it to the postmaster and he's done. Masha'enken, if there's let's say you're sending him to a village that shares postmasters with five other villages. So you never know when the postmaster is going to be there. So in that such a case, look at Rashi, Shechicha b'mata, if there's a postmaster that's there, Mishalechim b'lo kotzev, you could send it even without a set price. V'chdesh yagiyah hashaliyah, lemor lebet ador, according to one to the postmaster's house, ulemor lebayit ha-samuch lechomah, which is close enough. V'reisha de'en mishalechim, when do I say you can't send b'lo katzatz klal? B'lo kaviyah b'mata. When there's no postmaster in town. If you don't find the postmaster, you're going to go find the guy, you're going to go looking, you're going to be carrying the letter, where's this guy? That's when it becomes a problem. So, but most letters by us, if you put a stamp on it, you should be able to mail it on Friday. Because it's, it's katzatz. I asked, I asked at the time, I asked Rab David, I said, why was Rab Moshe Machmir? Rab Moshe said, you only let us mail letters on Erev Rosh Hashanah and on Erev Yom Kippur. So he said, because in, in New York, it was a Chumrah. In, 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 in New York, a lot, there was a lot of Jewish mailmen. It wasn't all Goyim. He says, but on Erev Rosh Hashanah and Erev Yom Kippur, that even the Jewish mailman will be in shul, so then it's only going to be goyim. I never thought it was a problem, because I never had a Jewish mailman. And then, for a couple of years, we had a nice Jewish mailman named Howie. People used to invite him in for chulin. It was a whole thing. So, at, well, he always came Shabbat. We would see Howie bringing the mail on Shabbat. So I stopped mailing letters on Friday. But it's Mitor Chumrat. There's no question that most of the mail carriers nowadays for sure are not Jewish. Tanu Rabbanan. En mafligim besefina. You're not allowed to take you're not allowed to take a boat pachot mishlosha yamim kodem l'shabbat. Less than three days before Shabbat. Vamedvarim amurim. When are we talking? Lidvara reshut. If you're going for a matter of reshut, you're going for business, you're going on a tour, Aval mitzvah. If you're going for a mitzvah, Shapir, you're going to yeshiva. Shapir dami, it's okay to go even on Friday. You tell the boat guy to to, to stop on Shabbat. And he doesn't stop. Divrei Rebbe, that's Rebbe's opinion. Rashbag Omer Rashbag says it's not necessary to make that condition. But to go from Sur to Sidan, which was a one-day trip, Afilu Be'erev Shabbat Mutar. It's Mutar even on Friday. Rashi. Mafligim. So Rashi is busy with the word Mafligim. Mafrishim. Maflig is to go far away. Mafrishim in a Yabasha. You separate yourself from dry land, layam into the sea. He's separating himself from settlement. The middle of the sea is called Pilgus. So he's going to the Pilgus. But Rashi doesn't say what the Isur of going is and why it should be Nimanavshah. If you're not allowed to be on the boat on Shabbat, what does it make a difference if you go three days before? And if you are allowed to be on the boat on Shabbat, why can't you go on why, why can't you go on Friday or Wednesday or Thursday? So there's a lot of different opinions. There's opinions that say that the reason is again Tosfot says En mafligim afilu asur. So Toswa tells you maybe the reason is because you're going to go edit the Tichum. He says, no. The reason is because even within the Tichum I'm not allowed. Mishum Shas. 
because you're floating on the water. He was within the Techum. So, Chazal made a Gezerah, you're not let it float on the water. And being in a boat is floating on the water. And therefore, Tosfot says you can't get in a boat on Shabbat. Three days before, what's the difference? Tosfot doesn't explain. The same thing you can say with Tehum. You can't get on three days before. The Bala Maor says a very interesting reason. He says the reason is because the Sifinah is a Makom Sakana. And in the Makom Sakana, you might have to be Mechalel Shabbat. So he says three days before Shabbat is Shayach to Shabbat. It's not, it's, you're responsible to take precautions to keep Shabbat. Mashen came before three days. It's not Shayach to Shabbat. It's like before 30 days before Pesach. I don't have to worry. And then when I'll be on Shabbat, Bimkom Sakana, so it's mutar to be Mechalel Shabbat. But three days before Shabbat, I have to try and avoid being in the Makom Sakana. It's, it's considered no cruises on Thursday? For sure no cruises on Thursday. So, so according to Tosafot, why can't I, why can't I go on the boat on Monday or Sunday? You could, according to Tosafot. The question is why? The Reef says the most interesting reason. The Reef says... The reef, what? So why should I? Why can I float before that? No, if 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 you if you take a week long trip starting on Sunday, right? You're going to be floating on Shabbat. Right. So why what? Is that okay? That's the question. So the Reef says. The Reef says the reason is because Onik Shabbat. He says, yeah, the, the, you're gonna you're gonna be mevatel Onik Shabbat because people get seasick. And he's going to be nauseous. He's not going to be able to be Mekayem Shalosh Udot B'Shabbat. Because after three days, people get, they accustomed to the boat, and then it's okay. It's the only reason that really, really fits. So the Ma'asir, we hold of all the reasons. There's like five reasons in all the Shekhanahu. Tanu Rabbanan, En tarin al ayarot shol nochrim pahom mishlosha yamim kodem la Shabbat. You don't start a siege on non-Jewish cities Less than three days before Shabbat. And if they started, you don't stop. Once you start, you don't stop on Shabbat. Shammai would say, You should do war with it. Until you conquer it. Coming to tell you, They don't have to stop the war on Shabbat. The Reef says this is for the same reason. The first three days, you're nervous. After three days, you can't eat. After three days, even though you're in the middle of war, you're not going to be mevatel onik Shabbat because you can eat. You got you got used to you made terms with the situation. Amar, Amar, Rabban Shemom Gamliel, Noagim Ayushel Bet Abba. My father's family had the custom to give the kelim levanim to the kobes nochri three days before Shabbat. Tanya Amar Bit Sadok, Kachaya Minagosh or Bet Rabban Gamliel, Shayu Notnim Klelavan Lekobes Nochri. They will give white garments to a non-Jewish washerman. Shiloshayamim Kodem La Shabbat, three days before Shabbat. Vitzivuim and colored garments Afilu Be'erev Shabbat, even on Friday, because there was enough time to do it before Shabbat. From Raman Gamliel's house we learn that white garments are harder to wash than colored garments. What do I need to learn it for? How much should you pay the guy? The Gemara says he was giving some colored clothes to the to the laundry guy. Amar le, he told him, "Kama va'iti lave, how much you want to wash it?" Amar le, kidehivra, same price as white. Amar le, he told him, "Kevar kidmuch rabanan, the rabbis beat you." Rashi, "Kama va'it ale b'schar kibus, kevar kidmuch rabanan, the rabbis beat you." Shelimdunu, they taught us, shalivanim, 
kashim lechabesam yoter menatzevuim. They taught us that white is harder to to clean than than colors. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Hayman. Once we're talking about laundry wisdom, Hayman. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's negotiating with him. No, he told him you're you're cheating me. If I was the laundry guy, I would say yes, Abaya. But we have the same low prices for white as for colored. Amar Abaya. Hi, man. mana When somebody gives his clothing to the laundry guy, Measure it when you give it to him and measure it when you take it back. The Itafi, if it got longer, Afsidei. He ruined it because he stretched it. The matche, he stretched it. The ibatsir, and if it's shorter, afsidei, he ruined it. The kavse, because he shrunk it. The shavin, elu ve'elu, shetoanim bekorot betabad, ubigule agat. Abai, betshamay and betelel both agree that you could load up, you could load up the, uh, the wine press and the olive press before Shabbat. Maish kulhu. What's the difference? All the other melachot. The gazru behu bet shamay. The bet shamay makes a gezera. Umaishina korot bet abad. agat. How come these uh, these beams and these igulim the lo gazru that they didn't make a gezera? So the Gemara says hanach the ones before. The lash and the milaben and whatever the iavid lehu b'shabbat. If you do, if the if you if you would do them on Shabbat, mechayev chatat, you'd be chayav chatat. Gazru b'hu bet shamai erev Shabbatim chashecha. Bet shamai doesn't let you start it on Friday. You might come to do it on Shabbat. Korot bet abad, mashenken the the uh, beams of the bet abad. The igulei agat and the beams of the wine press, the iavid lehu b'shabbat. Even if I do it on Shabbat, lo mechayev chatat, you won't be chayav chatat. Like Rashi explained in the Mishnah, since all of the the wine, the 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 grapes and the olives are already crushed, and the and the liquid is going to come out anyway, you're just speeding up the process. So there's no chiyuv chatat. It's not tash lo gazru. They didn't make a gezera, even though it's patur. Uh, I, I assume that the reason the grapes were crushed before the beams is because of the weight of the grapes themselves? No. Rashi said you actually did the uh, stepping on it in the gat, and then you load it up. Although oh. in the gima, in, in the Shechan Aruch, it's mashma more like you said. Okay, so, so if, that's, if that's the reason in the Shechan Aruch, that it's the weight of the grapes themselves, wouldn't you be chayab for squishing the, gra- the grapes on the top? Uh, yeah, but, but we're talking where they're all crushed. It's not exactly the grapes itself. We'll see. Lo gazu. Man tana dekolmidi daati memele shapir dami. So this assumption that since it would come out on its own is okay, who holds like that? Well, shapir dami is, is a little bit not clear. Rashi, daati memele. Kegon mashkim alalu, like these liquids. They're going to come out on their own. As long as you started it before Shabbat. Who allows that to happen? It's Rabbi Ishmael. We have a machloket and it's his opinion. Litnan, Hashum, garlic. That's unripened grapes. That when they squeeze it, it's like a vinegar. The amililot is very fresh wheat that they would somehow squeeze and get some juice that they would dip in. Shirisikan mi be'odyom, that you crushed it before Shabbat. Rabbi Ishmael Omer, Rabbi Ishmael says, Yigmor mi You could finish pressing it Friday night. What exactly yigmor means? Rashi, Yigmor, Me'ahar Shirisikan. Once you crush them, Vitsibiram, and you pile them up because Yanicham Bekelim. You can leave them in the Kelim, 
ויצאו מעצמם ומותר לכתחילה. What's the חידוש? That's בית שמאי anyway. ורבי עקיבא אומר לא יגמור. You can't finish it. רש"י אסור להניחה מבעוד יום תחת כובדן כדי לגמור מי שתחשך. The way Rashi explains it, it's unbelievable. It seems like the Brite is like Bet Shammai. Look in Tosvot on Amud Aleph. Rabbi Ishmael Omer Yigmor, Pirush eno tzarich l'stalek ha-te'ina. Rashi said, you don't have to remove the, the beam that you loaded on it. Samuch l'chashecha. אלא מניחם כל השבת. קשה לרי. היח מוכח, הרזת שאו, תסבר בי ישמעאל, תודעתי ממילא, אפילו עביד בשבת לקח יובחתה. דלמר בי ישמעאל, סבר כבית הלל. היות לייק בית הלל. תשארו אפילו בהנח דלועתי ממילא. תהיידן הקאט רסקן. So why does he say רסקן? משום רבות את רבי עקיבא, כוס רבי עקיבא זה אוסר איבן רסיקן. ועוד תימה, דרבי עקיבא דאמר לא יגמור, לא כבית שמאי ולא כבית הלל. He's not going not like בית שמאי and not like בית הלל. Or even if you say that he holds it to חיוב חטאת, it's at least like בית שמאי ולא כבית הלל. תשארו אפילו בהנח דלא עתי ממילא. Sorry, דגמור. ונראה לרי, סארי, דיגמור, היינו יגמור ויאכל בשבת. וחידוש אב רבי ישמעאל is let it finish and it's מותר to eat it on שבת. Normally we say, what? Not only is he letting the כלים press it, he's saying, ולא דמי למשקים שזבו שאסורים, תגזרין אנשי מיסחות. Normally we make a גזרה. If you have juice that came out on Shabbat on its own, you're not allowed to drink it. Why? Shemi ischot. You might come to squeeze more. Over here, we don't make that gezerah. Why? Because even if you squeeze it, it's only an isud rabbanan. Because it's not a squeezable item. Because it's already crushed. So it comes out like this. The way the fact that it's shum and bosim, no? These things we don't squeeze. Ah, that's an excellent question. Put that on the side. So it comes out like this. Tetanya Rabbi Ishmael, Tetanan, Ashum v'abosu v'amilulot, Sherezekan mi be'od yom, Rabbi Ishmael omed yigmor mi shetechshach, let it finish and you could use it. Rabbi Akiva omed lo yigmor, not that you have to get rid of it, but you can't use it. So obviously Rabbi Akiva holds that pressing the shum and the boss and the mililot will be an isur de oraita. So we gozer shemi yizchot. And Rabbi Ishmael holds we don't. Your question, Biro Tosfor asked before. Hashum v'abosr v'amililot. Lemay de ka'amar b'resh chavit. Modim chachamim l'Rabbi Yudah b'sh'ar perot. The chachamim agreed to Rabbi Yudah by other fruits. That im omdim la'achila et mutah. Umaiti midetanya sochatim bepegaim veuzredim. You're allowed to squeeze things that are not for eating, right? Tarich lomar deshumu boser yoter asuim lemashkin mipegaim veuzredin. Tosfor is holding that these are very much omdim lemashkin. Okay, he has another answer. I don't want to go there. Next. So according to Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Hanina, garlic juice, the Jenin, go to Jamba Juice and ask for a large garlic juice. Lo yigmor. Rabbi Elazar, Amar, Rabbi Elazar, he, so there's two Rabbi Elazars going on over here. The first one is Rabbi Elazar ben Pedat, the student of Rabbi Yochanan. He says, Rabbi Elazar, he is Rabbi Elazar ben Shamua, the Tana, the student of Rabbi Akiva. Titanan, like we learned, Halot Devash, honeycombs, right? You have wax stuffed with honey from the bees. Shirisikam be'erev Shabbat, you crushed it on Friday. Piyatsu me'atzmam, and then the honey came out on its own on Shabbat. 
Asur, it's Asur. We're afraid you're going to crush it on Shabbat. Rabbi Lazar Matir. Rabbi Lazar is Matir. Why? Because even if you crush it, since it would come out anyway, you wouldn't be Chayav. So we have two opinions. It's either Rabbi Lazar or Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanina. Why didn't he bring this Mishnah Rabbi Lazar? Amar Lecha, he'll tell you, Hatam, who, you know when he's Matir, Temi'ikara ochel ulbasof ochel. Anyway, there can't be dash over there. Because it was food and it's food. It's just like you're slicing food. Rashi. Devash, it's, it's not bolded. It's right after Rashi Asurim. Devash le'achar shezav menachalot nami uchlahu. It's food. So they started off as a food. And now it's a liquid. Sechita is only when you're taking a liquid out of a food. Then you could say, I'm unloading one thing from another, like Rashi defined dash yesterday. But if it's food and food, you don't say when you slice bread, I unloaded the slice from the bread. So too, if I take a food out of a food, it's mutar. That's why we say later that if you're squeezing grapes into food, since it's starting as food and it's ending as food, it's mutar. Again, Rabbi, Rabbi Yosib, Rabbi Chanina, why don't you quote Rabbi Lazar? It's not a proof. Lo amar Rabbi Lazar. Amar lecha hatamu demi'ikara ochel ulbasof ochel. It started food and ended food. Hacha over here, mi'ikara ochel v'hashtamashke. Maybe Rabbi Lazar wouldn't agree. V'Rabbi Lazar ben Pedat, who quoted Rabbi Lazar, Amar lecha hashamina lele Rabbi Lazar we have Rabbi Lazar on record saying that he would be matir even by olives and grapes. Grapes and olives that were crushed on Friday. And the Jews came out. Asurim. It's Asur. Like Tosfut, it's beautiful. It's Asur to use the Jews. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Matirim, and then Matir the Jews. So even though in the Mishnah he didn't say openly that he would be Matir, even when the Jews came out of a salad, we have a Brayta where he said the same thing. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yosib, Rabbi Chanina. You know why he didn't quote Rabbi Lazar? Brayta lo He never heard that Brayta that says that he agrees by liquids. Rashi. Even by juices, and the proof that you brought from Halotevash, which of course he heard, he didn't want to compare that because you're comparing a food to a liquid, it's not a fair comparison. Back in the Gemara, Rabbi Lazar, my why did he quote Rabbi Oh, he quotes Amar Rabba Babarchana, Amar Biyochana. But mechusarim dika, if you didn't crush them at all, the kule alma lo pligi. Everybody agrees that it's asur. Why? Because it's not yet crushed enough that it would happen on its own. Ki pligi, but mechusarim shechika. They argue when it's crushed, but it's not yet ground fine. Vehani nami ke mehusarim dika damu. 
and those, I guess he's talking about. I don't understand how you could say that. The shum and the boser and the mililot are like mechusarim dika. They're not yet crushed yet. Let's see Rashi. The mechusarim dika kule amalopligi de asiri. The teinatam, if you didn't crush him yet, teinatam he gomeret. It's finishing them. That when you put them under the beam, you're going to make the dicha and you're doing everything on Shabbat. It's even more crushed. Skip the next. It's just missing squishing. Shenidochu yafeh, it's fully crushed. Ve'en te'inatan gomartan. Te'ina is not finishing ela sechita, just squeezing it out. Ulaman de garcinan shechika, te'inatan, after you crush them, shohakatan. It crushes them more, but it's already, it's already coming out. Tahani de madnitin, the ones in our Mishnah, mechusarim dikahen, ah. The ones in our Mishnah, are missing crushing. V'te'inatam hidichatam. And putting him under the beam is the first crushing. Hishochakatan. It's doing this squeezing. Hishochatatan. Ubehar Rabbi Ishmael modede asur. So he says, Rabbi Ishmael wouldn't let you put it in on Friday because it wasn't, it wasn't crushed enough. And Al Mishnah, he, he's learning Al Mishnah not that you already crushed it and then you're putting him in underneath the 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 the, uh, the beam. You're putting him in a hole, and then the beam is going to do the crushing. So in that case, you can't bring a proof from Rabbi Ishmael because he said it was risikan mi yom. and over here we're talking even without risikan mi yom. That's the machloket. According to Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Chanina. We're only being matir if it's riskan ben ba'odyom. According to the Biyal Azar, we're being matir even if you didn't do anything to it before Shabbat. As long, once you put on the beam, it crushes it. Before Shabbat, it will be crushed. Everything is done, now it's just pushing the, the juice out. Gemara says, was posek like Rabbi Ishmael that it has to be dacho before Shabbat before you put it in. Now the Gemara moves on to a different topic. Shemen shel bedadin, oil from the olive press. Look in Rashi. Shemen shel bedadin, aidi de aidi bebetabad. Once we were talking about the olive, the, the the place where they press olives, nakatle we discussed what happens with this olive oil. Shemen amishtayer bezaviyot zaviyot abad. There's some oil left in the corners of the olive press. Tahata teina underneath where I put everything. Vehu nitan lebadadin. They gave it as a tip. To the press workers. The mats that they used in the olive press. Gemara says, Rav says it's Mukta on Shabbat, and Shmuel says it's Mutar. A slight introduction to Mukta. What we call Mukta. In the Gemara is called Klish Melachtole Isur. What the Gemara terms Mukte is everything that you use on Shabbat has to have been in your mind from before Shabbat. Things that you weren't planning on using on Shabbat are Mukte Minadat. It's removed from your mind. If I have something that it, I probably wasn't going to use, some Tanaim will hold that's Mukta. So let's see over here. 
Rav Asar letaltule mishum mukze. Rav says you can't move these mats and you can't use the oil because it's mukze. The Rav savar kerebi Yehuda be mukze. Rav holds like Rabbi Yehuda by mukze. Rabbi Yehuda holds in order for something to be usable on Shabbat, you had to opt in. You had to want to use it on Shabbat. This shemen, I wasn't planning on using it. It was going to the workers. Now on Shabbat, I want to go get it. You didn't plan on using it. It's asur. Shemuel holds that anything usable is not mukze. Everything is in my mind. The only thing that's not in my mind, we'll see something, is something that I specifically pushed away, and it's not usable. Or it wasn't usable when I pushed it away. The same thing, the machzalot shall bedadim. Rav says, you leave them in the in the olive press, you're not planning on using them, you can't use them. Shmuel says, no, I, I didn't say I wasn't going to use them, if I'll find a use for them, I'll use them. Hani karche dezuze. Karche dezuze, Rashi says it's a pair of mats that they use to cover merchandise on the boat. Rav Asar v'shmuel shari. Again, the same reason, mukze. Rashi, karche dezuze, zug shel machzelaot. It's a pair of mats. Shemechasim bahem prakmatia shel sefina. They cover the merchandise on the boat. Vezuze lashon zug. Lefishem shtaim. It's a pair. Va'asuyot ko'el, they make it like a tent. U'beteshuvat ha'geoni matzati karche dezuze u'mefaresh shehu zuze is a sefina belashon arami. The match for the boats. Rav Asar, again because of mukze. V'shmol shari, it's usable, I'll find something to do with it. Amar of Nachman, ez lehelba, a goat that you have designated to make milk. V'rahel, and a sheep that you have set aside for, for wool. And a chicken. That you have set aside to lay eggs. And oxen. That you have set aside for plowing. So all of those things, if you want to use, you want to shecht it on Yom Tov. All of a sudden, the rabbi came over on Yom Tov. You want to make him a chicken. You have a chicken for eggs. But you don't have any other chickens. You want to pull this chicken and shecht it. Or the cow. Or whatever it might be. Vitamre de iska. And date that you have to sell in the store. You want to pull them in on Shabbat or Yom Tov. Rav Asar v'shmuel Amar Mutar. Rav says it's Asur. Why? Like we said. Rav holds like Rav Yehuda. Since you weren't planning on using this chicken or this goat or this cow, or these dates on Yom Tov, they were out of mind. They're mukze. Shmuel Shari says, anything, it's anything that you have. It's always in the back of my mind, that if I need it, I'll take it and I'll use it. The Kamiflagi, they're arguing, the Plutad, Rabbi Yudav, Rabbi Shimon, like we said. Rabbi Yudav says, anything that you didn't specifically designate is mukze. And Rabbi Shimon says, no. Anything that I didn't specifically push away, and it's not usable is mukze, is not mukze. Hahu Talmida, there was a student, the Ori, he gave a psak. Beharta de Argi, in a town of called Harta de Argis, Kirbi Shimon, that it's not mukze. Shamte Rav Hamnuna, Rav Hamnuna put him in harem for being posek like Rabbi Shimon. Beha Kirbi Shimon, Svidalan, why should he put him in harem? We hold like Rabbi Shimon. Says, Beatre de Rav Hava. It was Rav's, Rav's country. It was Rav's territory. In Rav's territory, you have to tell the people like Rav. These two students. Now the Gemara goes off to a different topic. If there's a fire barmenan on Shabbat, you're only allowed to save even into your, into your yard where there's, a, where there's an Eruv. You're only allowed to save Mazon Shalosh Seudot. Hazal made a Gezerah. You're going to get saving everything. You're going to come to put out the fire. One of them saved. So these guys were saving more than three Seudot. Had Matil Bechad Mana. One saved it in one keli. 
He picked up a keli that had a hundred seudot and he took it out. Vechad matzil be'arba ve'chamesh mane. The other one saved in many, in a bunch of them. Vekamiflegi beplukta deraba barzavda veravuna. Tosfor explains that there's there's two mishnayot. One says you could save a lot, and one says only shalosh seudot. There's two different answers. One answer is as long as you're just taking one box, even if it has a lot, you could take it out. That's the first student. The second one says it depends if you're going in the same chaser, we let you take a lot. You're going to another chaser, you can only take shalosh seudot. So they were both saving into the same chaser. The one that saved only in one box, held the answer is one box. The one that saved in a lot of boxes holds as long as it's in one chaser, you're allowed to take as many as you want. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen ve'amen.